This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, we watched and poured over that thing. That there was times when the defense played really well. There were some serious breakdowns in coverage uh, that I think needed to be addressed um, on the coaching staff and on the team in that game. Um, we gave up too many easy things, and, and there's simple things we can do to fix that. But that's kind of been the story is, is we can't seem to, as a team, play great at the same time. The defense played played well and special teams played well and put offense in position to have 20 or 30 points at halftime. Offense didn't do it. You know, then the offense rallies and gets us two leads in the fourth quarter and, and the defense gave up four drives at the end of the first half and second half. We got to put it all together. Um, when this thing turns, it's really going to turn, but we got to play more complete game as a team. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. As you heard Scott Frost um, say there, I mean, they just haven't put it all together um, at times. And you know, Eric Schneider's crew did come out swinging early in that game. They forced multiple three and outs to start out the Purdue game. They gave the offense, what, 11 Robin of their 13 possessions inside Purdue territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nebraska was not able to capitalize on that. And then the script flipped, just like Colorado. The script flipped um, when the defense held the Buffaloes to under 100 yards in the first half. And then all of a sudden, the Buffaloes went for 350-plus in the second half. And um, it turned into a shootout type of deal. So... That's been the story, and I, when I look at the defensive struggles, to me it's almost as simple as this right now. They don't have anybody that can beat Big Ten offensive linemen consistently to get to quarterbacks and, and disrupt plays at this point. And if you can't do that with four-man rushes and you got to bring blitzes that aren't getting home, your coverage is that suspect, everything's really struggling, and, and they just aren't getting to quarterbacks. Yeah, they don't have the pass rushers, and they're not good enough at linebacker. Those are the two things I see. Um, because they're not able to get to the quarterback, uh, those linebackers are left in coverage, and they cannot stick with receivers crossing over the middle or tight ends going over the middle, and those passes are there all day, every day, no matter who they play. And you talked about how you know the book is out there on Nebraska – the books out there on the defense. I mean, those are the types of plays that are going to work for you uh, time and again because they just don't have the the horses right now to counter it. Um, I mean, you, you can throw a bunch of blitzes that aren't getting home. That doesn't change anything. The secondary, you know, they're, they're playing well, but when they're asked to cover for, you know, seven to ten seconds, uh, they're going to get beat. I mean, that's just the nature of the position. And so, um, you know, I, I guess I don't know how they can get much better than what they are at this point. I mean, because they just don't have anybody else to play at linebacker. Uh, and when you're not getting any pressure, you have to scheme up blitzes, and that's going to put yourself at disadvantages at coverage. And when those blitzes don't get home, I mean, there's really a, a rock and a hard play situation there. So I I mean, I, I would anticipate that this for the rest of the year, the defense we've seen so far, I mean, that's about as good as it's going to get. And now it's up to the offense to be able to counter that by scoring more points and taking advantage of the opportunities that that defense does provide uh, within the course of a game. And I think that's the the frustrating thing for fans watching is we're like, okay, well, the linebackers can't cover, so get someone who can. Well, <laughs> they don't have anybody that can. Yeah. Um, Play or, a freshman yeah, walk-on? Yeah, exactly. Or, or the guys that, that may be a little bit better are, have no experience whatsoever at this point in time. So, um, you know, in, in your – you're just kind of limited there, especially at that linebacker uh, spot, whether it's in the passing game or in the run game. You know, if you're if you're limited athletically, you're going to overcompensate. You're going to be maybe a little over aggressive, and and you're going to be you know missing your run fits or or get sucked in on on certain plays. I mean, it's just the book is definitely out there, and and um, you know it's it's hurt Nebraska bad, and 
Uh, I mean, that's that's definitely an area that, that has to get addressed here. Um, you know, I think you do have to kind of tip your hat to the secondary for – for lack of a pass rush and for as as poor as the linebackers have been, um, you know, I, I do think that they've performed pretty well. And Braxton Clark stepped up, um, kind of got thrust into a starting role there, and and uh, you know, I think he's done he's done well for a redshirt freshman getting his first start too. Fifteen of the thirty-one completions Purdue had came on Nebraska's inside linebackers mm-hmm. in that game, and they had nearly half of the passing yards on the inside linebackers. So the book is out. I mean that. You run crossing routes, you make Nebraska's linebackers have to communicate and switch off, and they just don't do it. They just don't communicate well. They don't switch off well. And too many tight ends and streaking guys across the middle um, in those zone defenses get by Nebraska's linebackers, and it has just killed them, especially when you have an NFL tight end like Bryson Hopkins we saw last week. And guess what? Iowa has good tight ends, and so does Wisconsin. (laughs) And Uh uh, Maryland has a transfer from Buffalo that was first-team all-Mac. I don't know what what he's doing this year, but they're going to see more tight ends, and they're going to see more good running backs as well. Um, especially Maryland has good running backs. We know Wisconsin. And guess what? Jonathan Taylor, they're trying to throw him the ball more this year because he wants that for his NFL draft. Oh, sure, you got to get that film. Yeah, uh, Bryson Hopkins, Purdue's tight end, had eight catches for 97 yards. In that he game. might be first team all Big Ten. I, mean, I don't know who – I mean, in terms of his production, I think he's number one in the conference. Play Nebraska every week, he'd be an All-American. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, but again, it goes back to the question of what do you do to fix it? I mean, Frost hinted that a lot of those uh, coverage breakdowns were simple fixes. Well, you're you're at the point now where if it Nothing is a simple, simple fix, why hasn't it been done yet? Like I, that's I know just reading our message board and Twitter and stuff, those types of comments just irritate the heck out of fans because if it is just this, you know, a couple corrections here and there, why haven't you done it? Why haven't you made those changes and addressed? those breakdowns to where they stop happening, you know, nine games into the season. Um, it's kind of one of those, I guess, a rhetorical question at this point, because uh, it seems like we keep asking it and are never going to get an answer. Yeah, it's kind of like a dog chasing its tail. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. If it's, you know, if it's not getting a player that can do it, then then it's adjusting your scheme or, or what. I, I don't I don't know. It's it's uh, that's the kind of the the million dollar question as far as um, you know what the the simple fix is because um, you know if it hasn't happened by now then then chances are you know it's we're not going to see it happen all of a sudden here over the next over the next month uh, you know leading up to the end of the season. Well, and the numbers don't lie. Uh, Pro Football Focus has out of thirty nine defensive players that have played this year, Muhammad Barry is Nebraska's thirty ninth ranked defensive player. Sure. Um, you know he's got a grade of forty four point two out of on a hundred scale. And then not far away from him on there is Will Honus. He's the next lowest graded defensive starter on Pro Football Focus. So the two weak links as far as grades on a third-party pro grading service, and you can take it for whatever you want, are the lowest you know, are inside linebackers right now. And uh, defenses have gone at those guys over and over and over again because of those reasons. Do you know where Colin Miller is? Colin Miller is the 13th overall player so in terms of starters, he's one, two, three, four, five, six, 
he's the se- if you count Ben Stilley as right. a starter, he's like the seventh graded guy that plays. Kind of begs you to wonder why doesn't Colin Miller play more? Maybe that's one of the quick fixes. Is you know the guy that's actually producing on the field. Well, he's he's played equal snaps to Honus. Well, maybe he should play more. And then Barry's <laughs> only played about fifty more snaps. Yeah, and I, that's kind of the thing where they're they're handcuffed a little bit. Is you know those guys eventually have to to get subbed out and get a breather. And when you only have three guys and two of those guys are vastly underperforming, what do you do? I mean, do you turn to Joey Johnson? I don't think that that's in the cards right now. Yeah, you can't run those guys down to the ground and then try to roll them out against Wisconsin and, and Iowa, you know, and, and say, okay, go <laughs> go, uh, go, yeah. go toe-to-toe with these guys here. I mean, that's tough. I mean, I know that they've tried to manage that load. I mean, Barrett Root has talked about – the rotation that he's got to have and and ideally how deep he'd like he'd like to be six deep at inside linebacker but i mean he's barely two but yeah barely two <laughs> you're listening here to the husker online show guys um any final thoughts here on defensive personnel stuff i mean it will be interesting as we mentioned jakeem green how many snaps he'll see um if they'll rotate him in more on that defensive line group yeah, and he's going to be, I think, part of it because they are going to face teams that aren't going to hide what they do offensively. They're going to try and punch Nebraska squarely in the face, and that front seven has to answer the call going into November when we've seen things get very difficult for this team over the last few years this month. And I have a feeling we're going to see more of a four-man front against teams like Iowa and uh, in Wisconsin there. I mean, they might switch things up, and, and that could allow a guy like Keem Green to get on the field a little bit more. Will be interesting. We'll, we'll take your questions next in the mailbag. Grace Harmon will join us here in studio. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.